I should learn to play the Shaft theme music on my guitar. You should. Why didn't I think of that? Well, you d- I was d- too busy it. learning Wonderwall. <laughs> I should learn the Shaft music. I should do an act so I could, it can be played. Yeah. It's actually just a, a free garage band sample. It's all right. Well, the telly did anybody it as, think the telly it do it as from. well. We we play a oh, game in our house, and it's called Richard Must Spot All the Garage Band Samples on. British TV. And he does. He just sits there going, that's a garage band sample. And it's awesome. That's a garage band sample. It's a great game to play. So many things. It's, do you know what? The ones that stun me are the ones that are adverts that use it for the... Which, do you know what? This is a silly conversation to start this off with. It really is. Welcome back to Chef. Yay! If you've been following the podcast versions or listening to us on SoundCloud, we never really went away. Because I only posted the last one last week or something. I, I don't know. But this is a live show. We don't often get a Saturday night anymore. Life is very different <laughs> at the minute. Um, I work a lot of Saturday nights. Sometimes I don't even get home until about half one. So, you know, it's it's been kind of impossible. And sometimes I work really stupid hours on, on Sunday, like... Like today, I was up at five o'clock to get to work. So, podcasting's really squeezed, but it's December, and and December's our specialist month. Because it's happy month. It's happy month, and it should be. It's fucking cold. It's fucking dark. We should save but, it for January. But then, there's really. some good stuff happening, and and you know we wanted to reassure you all right, right here, right now, that we'll be here on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! We're gonna be here for Christmas Eve. It, it's it's taking a lot of wiggling, but we've got to be here on Christmas Eve. There's no two ways about it. I was thinking this year we could we could go to a children's hospital. Um, probably not. No, I think they'd probably frown upon my drunkenness because what happens during shaft usually? You get shit faced. Yeah. Did you get shit faced when we did it last year? No, last because year we were rubbish. at your parents' house, weren't we? It was we? a weak one last year. You know, it, we we could have done better. We were, I hated doing it where we did it and everything. It was weird. And my mum and dad went to bed. And no matter how quiet you try, it's, and you're in that house. We couldn't be And us. it echoes round and you can't do a show. Although the Spider-Man hoodie was good. The Spider-Man hoodie is awesome. Still getting compliments on the Spider-Man Still hoodie. wearing it. Today. Right now, this second, I am your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. Yeah. When was your last compliment? Yesterday? Down yesterday at the spa, at shop? The spa yeah. shop. Yeah, the man wanted your hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one, you see. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do this year. I just, I don't know what to do. I'm I, thinking. I, I feel I gave you some kind of hint earlier. Oh, you did, but I don't want the hints. I want this chef's present should be a surprise. Yeah, I suppose. I've already got yours. Exciting. No. <laughs> no. 
I don't know. It is what it is. It's the thing. Oh, these headphones are naked. I want new headphones for Christmas. That's what I want. So we're back. How many SoundCloud followers have we got right now, do you reckon? I don't know. Loads. That's been going well. I'm trying to find a browser to look. Here we go. I'm like, what's it doing now? Oh, this is... Errors? No. Oh. These are apparently easy to use. We've got 93,000 followers on SoundCloud right now. Jesus. 93,000. 93,000. 93,136 followers for the Super Happy Fun Time account. Jesus. Yes, that's what's happened. Oh, and it's just clicked over to December in the stats. Um, f yeah. That was, November had a, what is that as a percentage? Don't be scared of your high figures. It just means that f far more people that know who you are. 40% increase, a 50% increase, just short of a 50% increase. I think the move to SoundCloud was generally quite a positive one. What say you? <laughs> I'm very much friends with those people. Yeah, I like them a yeah. lot. We're, we're, we're uh, very, very happy. I've, I've spent some time speaking with them and, and find them to be quite friendly. You is famous. We, we is, bro. We, are, we is bare famous. Bare famous. There you go. So, so far for December 2013, for those about to rock, is the most downloaded show on the network. Is it really? By three downloads. It's only been By December three. for 40 minutes. Well, this is very true. December is World AIDS Day. Is it? it December 1st, every year is World AIDS Day. And it's when charities focus their work and when we start wearing red ribbons um, to keep people in our minds that we, we've lost over the years and to try and raise awareness that HIV is a completely preventable virus. So, today's the day. Show your support. Mm. Anyway. Okay. It's been in the news all week. You should read news, you know. I, I can't, feel, do you know, I'm worried I for you. I filter news to the nth degree. So well, that to the point where you get no news. Well, it's fine. You should be aware of what's going on in the world. Oh, do you know? What? My existence is so tiny at the minute. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know whether I want news to encroach in the tiny bit of free thinking time I've got. Well, if that's how you feel about it, I, I don't know that I can you change You tell me the life. best bit. Well, I suppose I do, don't I? Because, I, well, we talk. It's conversation. That's what it is, isn't it? Um, anyway, do you know what? People can phone in. Yeah, they can. I think we still have phone numbers. I haven't looked and shit. Let's, let's have a look. But they're still on, they're still on the page, look. Yeah, but when you call them, does anything happen? I don't know. I don't know. Skype wants me to get premium. Do I want premium? Is that a thing I want? I don't know. I hate Skype. Oh, there's a person. Hello, the person. Hello. Hello, Emma. How are you? How are, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not so bad. How's things going there? Hmm, yeah, all right. We're doing a podcast. I had a yeah. fall this morning. You had a what? I had a fall. No, what happened? How? Well, I was at work 
I started work at 7am this morning, which hurts so much, I can't tell you. And uh, and I went to get some frozen ingredients out of the freezer. And because it's Saturday morning and because it's the run up to Christmas and we've got crazy promotions going on, the freezer was completely (coughs) chock solid. And I picked up this box and sort of wiggled my way backwards and attempted to turn around with it, at which point I completely lost my balance, went backwards. No, mate. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of like lying on, on the floor, jammed between boxes and, and a big trolley at my head, oh. uh, lying on the floor of the chiller in the freezer for a wee while while I got myself up. So, did you, you put in the accident book? It did go in the accident book. I had to draw a little diagram of me and oh, no. halfway through as a stick figure where the box was, what a hip, all that kind of thing, yeah. And, oh. Oh, so I came home. I came oh, home because I'm hurt. You bruised up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly. Honestly, the level of injury I'm getting is ridiculous. I've got a rather beautiful burn on, on the inside of my upper right arm. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know my mum works in the... Um, the cooked food bit at Morrison's, like the chickens and yeah, all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. And the, some of the burns she's got are incredible. Oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah. But mum did a similar thing to you uh, while she was at the back. But the the cooked chicken and stuff is near the fish guys. Yeah. And they have where they're disposing of all their ice that they keep all the fish on at the end of the day. And mum slipped over in a load of that. Oh, went down, Went down on her elbow and he got infected from all the gross fish ice. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Oh, oh, it was horrible. That's fucking rank. Yeah. Oh, dear me. Oh, no, there was no broken skin, thankfully. There was just a big conk on my head and a bruise on my ass. And uh, A big what on your head, sorry? A big conk. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. I don't know. A big thing. This is why I can't on be on the real I've got an radio. egg on my head. Oh, mate. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I had a bit of an egg on my head the other day because uh, me and Boz and uh, Pabs, uh, Bob's, Boz's mate, went out to a gig on um, Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, we were right down the front and someone punched me in the back of their head. Fucking hell, really? <laughs> well, no, they were sort of flailing about enjoying themselves. Oh, right. They didn't actually you know. punch you in violence. They were punching you in ecstatic headbangery. Yeah. Yeah, and I, my head was in the way of their flailing limbs. Yeah, yeah, so I had a bit of an egg on the back of my head, but that's gone now. <laughs> Fucking rockers. <laughs> kind, kind of your fault. <laughs> Down the yeah, front at a rock 100%, gig. Yeah, 100% our fault. But, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good day. It was a good night out. <laughs> and what, what band was this, Emma? Uh, this was a band, a death metal band, <laughs> helpfully called Death. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a lot like that. My hearing's only just come back on my right ear. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've heard from like the past few days. <laughs> oh dear me. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's sort of what we've been doing. Um. Loads of Doctor Who stuff because it was the fiftieth last week just gone. So. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. Like... I missed it. Yeah. is me, <clears throat> Mister Richard Smith. I've got some beef with you, son. You get me. What have I done? You bloody scared the shit out of me and Mike in the middle of the no, episode. No, right? And I, I went <laughs> over this in my head. Laughing. I went over this and over this and over this. Like, did I do something irresponsible? And I, I, I was forced to draw the conclusion. It was so obviously a joke 
that it was not my fault. Right, explain to the people who don't know what went down. I have to find the tweet. This is which during, might, might take this is a minute. during the show's airing on BBC One. Live. This, this, was, this was, yeah. How do I see my own tweets on tweet deck? Hang on. Bear with, bear with me. Click I'm, on your name. Um, I've got yeah, to so, find my name. Yeah, because I didn't get this until, because I saw it at the cinema, so my phone's off. So the first tweet I see is this one. Oh, here we go. I found, right, my tweets. Shit, there's nearly 14,000 of them. I'm so sorry, everyone. How many days ago was it now? Seven. Seven, Seven days. Oh, here we go. Right. I tweeted to you and to Mike, and this, this was five minutes into Doctor Who. <laughs> right? It had started when I sent this, and the whole and everybody knew you were watching it you if anyone in the world was watching doctor who it was you and mike and i tweeted i need an urgent phone call with you two right now <laughs> should only take 30 minutes or so is that okay that was what i tweeted now my argument is first of all i'd put the full stop at the beginning of it so it went out publicly <laughs> so this was this was clearly a public tweet and it was like, it was just, oh, I can't believe you thought it was real. Well, what else are we supposed to think? I came out of the cinema, <laughs> I turn on my phone, the first thing is, I need to have an urgent phone call with you right now. That was 30 minutes ago, I'm going, fuck, what's happened? Who's dead? So I'm on the phone to Mike, like, what's going on? And then we found out it was a joke. And, uh, yeah. Mm. Right. For, as I said to Mike, for future reference, if there's a genuine emergency, an actual, real, urgent, genuine emergency, I won't publicly tweet it to you. All right, then. I'll just, I'll keep, but, you know, I'll keep this in mind for when the British F1 is on next year. All right? <laughs> exactly. That's fine. I, my intention was to leave you both with the whole, oh, he's doing, oh, but I have to, oh, no. And then, oh, he's joking. It's a, Look, it's a public tweet. He's done the full stop thing at the beginning. It's, oh, anyway, you're anyway, right, Pat. did you enjoy the thing? Did you like I it? I did enjoy the thing. It was great. I had, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, we, we had a really good time out of the cinema watching it and it was Excellent. lovely watching it with a big group. So yeah, that was good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just some of the stuff that happened, which I won't go into in case someone's listening to this who hasn't seen it, but um, some of the big moments in it got brilliant reactions live. So. Excellent. Wouldn't Doctor Who special things like that be better if there was an amount of money you could pay Christopher Eccleston that would make him do it again? No, because he can fuck off. Don't <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> Why? Well, because Why? he's made it obvious he wants nothing more to do with it, so I'm not going to like pity party and try and cough up all this money and you know sign a petition. No, fuck him. If he wants to go and make Gone in 60 Seconds and all that, go and... Go for your life, mate. Do what you want. Don't care. Mm. Computer animation of stand you are. So my my argument in his defence was, well, you know, I I've seen him play Hamlet the best I've ever seen Hamlet played, and he's wait. Got... Sorry, you have seen the Mel Gibson one, haven't you? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just just checking. And um, and I thought, well, it, yeah, he's got bigger chops than Doctor Who. He should go. He should spread his wings, and then gone in sixty seconds, happened. And he was I in G.I. Joe as well. What the fuck, you see? I'm angry with him. 
as as you are, you know, it was a good gig. Oh, no, David Tennant can play Hamlet and Doctor Who, and and well, you know, do both superbly as well. Mm. So well, you know, I just I don't think that Doctor Who should you know be seen as like this piteous kind of second rate thing. You know, this. Yeah. Did you see that John Hurt was in it? Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and Derek Jacobi, and exactly. We, they got Ian McKellen on for a, sketch, a half hour long sketching they did for the fiftieth. If he thinks he's too good for it, leave him. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> it did occur to me that because of this Doctor Who thing, Billy Piper has now been in something with John Hurt, which is a bit like <laughs> me doing a gig with Eric Clapton. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Does uh, <laughs> does elevate the material yeah. somewhat. It's like if, if you were just making a brand new thing and you were auditioning people, and you wouldn't be like, "And we've got Billy Piper and John Hurt." You've got who? Well, John Hurt. Yeah, but maybe they were hoping for some talent transfer by osmosis <coughs> or something. She's not that bad. She's just got that weird, unexplainable lisp that she developed a few years ago. It's because she had her teeth done, I think. It was weird. But, yeah. She 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 was in Doctor Who. And she had no lisp. She had a teeth done. And then she came back for the, the Doctor Who with the Dalek and she had a lisp. And she's had a lisp she's ever got since. New teeth. Like, she where, don't know what to do with them. Where has that come from? Honestly. New, new teeth. teeth. Yeah. She was a singer. She didn't have a lisp. At all. Yeah, she Nothing. had her own teeth. She knew where they all fit. There were no whistle points. So. Yeah, she's like that. So. <laughs> yeah. She's got veneers. Absolutely. Telltale veneers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, perhaps you can help me with something actually while you're on here. Go on in. Because I'm, I'm having trouble assimilating things into the fictional make it uh, s- simply syndicated science fiction universe. <laughs> right. And Marius started this. It's his fault, really. Is he in the chat room? He is. Yeah. Good evening. It's it's your fault, Rick. But I like it. Oh, it, 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 it it's good, though. I what like are you it. blaming Rick for? Well, just coming up with the idea, but it's good. It's fine. Because oh. the idea, you know, it's sometimes joking. They sometimes jokingly talk about the Starbase as if it's a real Starbase. You've heard this. So I'm going to go along with it. It is a real Starbase. And I've joked along with that. And so I imagine that they're actually up there. Yeah, it's a Starbase. I've always imagined them. Up there, exactly. They're they're up there, exactly. And I can fit Emma and Mike into this fictional universe, (laughs) yeah, because they're in a TARDIS Mm. and they can zip around, and that's fine, yeah. And then there's kind of me, Mike, and Will, yeah, who you would think I'd put on some sort of enterprise like thing, but no, even in the fictional sci fi universe, we're just sat quite stoned in a basement, a flat. That's that's what we do. On Earth. On Earth. <laughs> Not even in the galaxy. No. Mike's flat. <laughs> As it is in real life. But everyone else is really doing their thing. Okay. okay. And, but now here's what I'm having trouble with. Where the fuck do we put Babylon 5 in all of this? Um... Is it is it next to Starbase sixty six? Well, it they, would be easier if it was a fucking spaceship, but it's not. It's, it's not. A it's sit, a station. It's a sit still thing like it, a Starbase. Maybe, maybe Scott can help us out if he calls in, and I'm sure he will. Um, he'll be able to tell us the exact point in in the universe that the 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 base exists, and we might be able to work out its relation to Federation. I, I Stuff. have enough trouble reconciling the fact that Rick's on both because it's 
I, I can't work Where's that Starbase out. 66? Exactly. You see? I can't get my head around we it. We need to work all of this out. If he's going to be a Starfleet Admiral, which is fine, what's he doing on Babylon 5? Is this... I can't... You know... Ambassador. He is an admiral. This is why it's we can't... It's feasible be, that he would be an why, ambassador to the Babylon. Are we saying com- these all exist in one consistent continuity? Are we going to say yeah. That, yeah. that Rick is... You know, like a guest star, he can go from one to the other. No, this so is... like when Bashir ends up on the Enterprise, or you know when Harry Kim's on Deep Space Nine, can we not just say he's visiting? I think that's what we're going to have Babylon to do. Babylon Five is a transit place anyway. He could be going through there on holiday. This is why we can't do. You a don't star always Wars get show, dropped you know? off by the Enterprise, do you? I mean, that's just pie in the sky shit. We have an Enterprise, but we don't use it. We just sit in Mike's <laughs> flat. Yeah, it's just parked out the back. Well, That's it. you know, there's there's all sorts of things like this in that because um, oh, there's this one huh. character. I think his name is Munch. He was like in Law and Order, I think. And because he's he his this guy who played him had held the record for most crossovers. He was in the X Files once, but it was also in the Wire. So technically speaking, the Wire exists in the X Files universe. Oh, that's that's made the Wire more amazing now, though. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm going to watch it all through again, just thinking that. <laughs> Rick says it, you've hurt his brain. <laughs> and, then, you know, we haven't even considered that, that Emma's lot will zip through time as well. Don't start with that. So they can be, like, permanently in the, like, middle ages while all you <laughs> lot are in the 25th century. That's not how it works. They go to the middle ages have an adventure for two, maybe three weeks, and then, and then come go back somewhere else. to 2013. Yeah. Which I is still loads to... behind Babylon 5 and, and Star Trek. Do you know what really bugs me about the concept <laughs> of going time travelling and being brought back to the time that you left? Is that you die earlier than you would within the timeline that you're living Cause in. Because you've spent living time in the past. Yeah. 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 I mean, actually, that that does come up. Um, So, you know, I mean, but they can't really go on too much about it. Otherwise, you know, your head would explode, I think. I would want Um, to be taken back to the time that I, but like with appropriate time left missing. mm. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'd also like to be a year ahead of everyone else on iPhones. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to be a year ahead on everyone else in sports betting. You know, yeah, that'd to... be good. Yeah, no, I don't think genius. Doctor Who would like you doing that. I think that would be frowned no. upon. Have you seen Back to the Future Part Two? He would say. I have. Yeah. I have. It's terrible. To be fair, in Back to the Future Two, the scheme of betting based on future knowledge didn't go wrong for the person who did it. No, I know it worked out beautifully, but it, you know, it worked exactly as planned for Biff Tannen. Yeah. It only Absolutely. went wrong for Marty. And in fact, it wasn't the plan that went wrong. It was just the fact that he lost the sports almanac. Yeah, this is true. For all we know, Marty could have gone back to 1985, made all the bets and, and been a wonderful uh, philanthropist and, and saved the world from malaria or something. Maybe, maybe he'd have been there with his millions of dollars at the, the beginnings of, of the AIDS outbreak mm-hmm. epidemic thing and being able to pump money into that and s- save millions of lives in the future. You don't know. So maybe the future's worth messing with. 
There you go. I think you would only want to mess with the future to the extent you could break Steve Jobs' kneecaps and nick all his ideas and then become the no, CEO of I, Apple. It, it's not. No, you can do that. Mike's <laughs> suggesting here that this might not be out of order in the Doctor Who universe because the the Tenth Doctor bought a lottery ticket for Donna. He mm. did buy a lottery ticket for Donna. That's true. Um, but you know the. The doctor makes and breaks his own rules, as uh, he does, and he know. didn't profit so... for it himself. He gave the ticket to someone who he wanted to help. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I mean, you know, I, I would find this difficult because I'd be like, right, what date is it, and what surname am I supposed to be using now, and all that sort of yeah. thing. So, yeah, that's been confusing. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> what? Oh, is your head hurting now? Is your is your head hurting now? No, it's just, I mean, in terms of, like, trying to seek out everyone who holds records about me and telling them that my name isn't my name anymore, well, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it really is. Uh, oh, my God. Which is probably why I've stuck with my I'm quite happy with my name. It's quite rare, so, you know, that's always well, a good one. Well, it's just, you know, I thought, well, I'm just... Not that I was um, bored of my uh, OG surname, so to speak, but... Um, you know, I thought, well, I have a change. It'd be nice to have a surname people can spell yeah. and uh, pronounce. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, why not go for it? Mm-hmm. Um, change it. And it, But blimey, every time I get a bit of post through the, the door and it's got my old surname on it, I'm like, fuck them as well. Is just me, a... I've got everyone. Yeah, shit. There's another <laughs> person to tell. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that I'm still not quite used to being Mrs. Foster. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be standing around, like, waiting for something, and, you know, here, Mrs. Foster, and I'm standing there, like, oh, God, that's me, and you have to go running. Yeah. But... Have you fucked up your signature on anything yet and just carry on? Oh, God, on? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that as well. We went, we went, uh, we went to um, uh, the cinema to see the uh, see Doctor Who last week. I bought some drinks with my card. Now, mm. I asked, the cinema down in Stratford is, like, really old school. It doesn't even have chip and pin. Yeah. So you have to sign for... <laughs> Stuff for your card. And I said, oh, yeah, I just, I was like, oh, shit. What? So I just, I basically, while I was looking for the machine, I like flipped my card over to look at my signature. <laughs> back and then did it again. <laughs> so I really had to force myself to not do my old one. <laughs> Bloody hell. I can't imagine. It's weird. really strange. Yeah. Especially if, you, if you've not been one of those girls who's been practicing it for years oh, as God, well no. in a notebook somewhere. <laughs> no. No. No, it would have been someone out to take that anyway, not Foster. So, exactly, you know. yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Chuck. Poor yeah. Chuck. Oh, no, he's having a whale of a time introducing me to people as his wife. That's his fun thing to do at the moment. Oh, really? So, yeah, I mean, because we were at a convention today um, working behind the scenes and um, David Troughton, who is the son of Patrick, the second mm. doctor, was there um, signing some books and stuff that he's written. And um, Chuck was like, oh, do you want to go and get a photo? I was like, yeah, okay. So I sort of wandered over and Chuck said, oh, can my wife have a picture with you? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's just, you know, we're both sort of both quite, still quite novel. I mean, we only got married six weeks ago now, so. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's proper nice. It's just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that that was been so yeah, that's all happened like since the last time I called you to Shaft. So like that was that was something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it all went brilliantly as well. So, oh, such a relief. 
I bet. I, mean, I was saying on the day, I was like, I was so beyond stressed out. I was just, I couldn't do it. I was just sort of sitting in a daze. Yeah. Just sort of like, you know, looking out of the window. Everything's happening to <laughs> someone me. else. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was sort of like having a bit of an out-of-body experience because, I mean, I was sitting in a hotel room, you know, had all my herded and was waiting around. So to, pretty. Yeah, put so my... So pretty. Um, to put my dress on. <laughs> so I didn't want to do it all too early. So yeah. I'm sitting there watching bloody Great British Bake Off in the hotel, you know, <laughs> just sort of pacing around, not knowing what to do because oh. it was hard to have like three hours to you, go. And... If anybody will calm you down, it's Mel and Sue. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was watching a bit of Paul Hollywood. I was like, I was just watching, I was just watching Need Some Bread. That'll be all right. It's uh, too we, stressful. Maybe <laughs> you should have had that little clip of, of uh, Mel going up to one of the women and saying, get a ruddy grip. Just <laughs> 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 loop that over and over. Just Again. Yeah, now was... saying, get a ruddy grip. <laughs> was that? So, I mean, that was it. I was just, I just literally didn't know what to do with myself for like, those three hours. It was like the longest three hours ever. So I was just sort of walking around in circles thinking, what am I supposed to do with myself? But yeah, I mean, once we, um, once we did it and like did all our vows and stuff, which blind me, I didn't, nearly didn't make through and without rubbing my eyes out Aww. but you know got through all that and yeah then it was lovely cool and a yep. sweet party <laughs> oh yeah that was funny <laughs> and uh say so we um the the final funny thing was our bloody first dance because um no one else came up so we were just sort of going, you know, round and around thinking, where is everybody? I can't see anyone like that and Chuck was saying to me this song goes on for ages I forgot how long this song is <laughs> yeah Nobody will dance while you're dancing that. No, but I thought they people were meant to sort of filter up no, after a couple of verses. But... No, no, no. The floor is uh, yours and your husband's. Uh, yeah, so that was a thing. So, But, you know, because then it got into the second verse and Chuck, I just saw Chuck looking and go, oh, I didn't realise it was this long. <laughs> well, if you want people to join in, then the groom has to turn around and invite people up and then go back yeah. to you. Oh, well, so well we didn't. So... Our wedding etiquette. Oh man, I wish I would have told us that before. But never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We got through it and it was fun. And, you know, our both sets of our parents got on mine and it was cool. And yeah, so. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, that's What's been this good. saying? Half wedding talk, don't freak me out. Oh, you've got a lot of freaking out to do over the next few months, my love. A Who's that? lot of freaking out. Who's that? Buzz. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Oh, it's all right, you know. He knows what to do. He knows more than I did, so. Yeah, um, it's going to yeah, be I fantastic. Mean, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that was all fun and games. We were having fun and games at work lately. <laughs> What's well. Mr. Methane in attendance? Rick, the things you fucking remember astound me. <laughs> oh, Emma, do you know the story of the wedding that I went to with Mr. Methane? I know who Mr. Methane is, but I didn't realise you'd been to a wedding with him in attendance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he'd been on the radio and during it, as as a joke, uh, she said to him, you better not get anything like that for the wedding. And he obviously did. No. Oh yeah. So Why would you even need warning? So this place... Don't whatever you do... Book Mr. Methane for the, the wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like, that should even be like, on your fucking list. Like, that might be a risk. So, uh, it was a really, really lovely, intimate barn up in the, up in North Yorkshire. And um, 
and it was a really kind of small bar with a, a bit of a dance floor and and they were, there was a band there and everything it was a tiny kind of room and in walks mr methane and i'm like what the what the shit <laughs> this is what and granny sat there c- quite close to the the performance area because you know granny's got to have a seat so mr methane's doing his stuff like three feet away from granny and and including like inserting straws in his arsehole and and blowing talc out of it and shit and and, and firing a firing darts out of his arsehole and bursting balloons and shit like that. It was just. Oh I'm, my god! I'm literally clutching my face in horror. I don't. Can you imagine? Oh god! It's literally yeah, the worst I, I had, fucking ever. I had to go outside. I had to. I just couldn't deal with it. And I would just leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just makes me angry. It just makes me angry. Do you know what it is? It's all the times when in my life when I was lonely and single and couldn't get a girl and yet there's someone who's getting married who'd book Mr. Fucking Methane yeah. for his reception. And it's that's it's it's the human dating equivalent of wider films oh. like the internship get made. <laughs> That's what he is. He's the human version of the internship. He is. It just boggles the mind. I mean, it reminds me of they see it on the news. I know they were a bit, uh, you know, behind on news and stuff because of work, um, Alison. But a couple mm. of weeks or a bit more than that, a few weeks ago, there was a bloke who somehow forgot to book the venue that his fiance wanted for the wedding, but blagged like he had, and mm. literally left it to the point of <coughs> they went to turn up on the day to go to this venue to get married in, which he hasn't booked. Oh. So he thinks the best thing to do is to call a bomb threat into the venue. What? <laughs> <laughs> and of course he got found out and arrested and then had to explain this awful thing to his <laughs> fiance. Um, I don't know dish? what the conclusion of it was, but good Lord. <laughs> Dear me. Should we not have some policy of exile? For people that do shit like that, what just just send them away? Just like, like you can't you, live you, here with us anymore. You, you can't you even book mo- a venue, so you make a bomb threat. Yeah, yeah, that's silly. I mean, it's like Dumb Island, like can, the Isle of Man or something. Just cordon it off and send them all there. I mean, I, have you? Uh, I, there's a great show on BBC Three. It's a very silly show. It's called Don't Tell the Bride. Have you seen this show? Uh, yes, I have seen this show. Uh, th- this is where grooms get 12 grand to book and sort out the wedding while the, the bride-to-be goes away and does nothing. <laughs> and I can't imagine anything worse. I really can't. <sighs> I can't either. But yeah, I know what Chuck would do. He would say, thank you very much for that money. I am now going to put 9000 of that in a sensible savings account and then spend 3000 on our wedding like we planned in the first place. <laughs> Thank you, producers of BBC Three. Goodbye. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's been some pretty good disasters and I'm calling oh, them good because the better the disaster, the better it is. Oh, yeah. You want, you want to watch it, like, through your fingers, ideally, don't you? <laughs> Definitely. You know, and she's just crying in every scene, like, I hate my dress, I hate my hair, I hate my makeup, I hate this car... I hate this church. 
I don't want a church. I don't want this song. I don't like this food. I don't like this place. I hate it. I hate it. They're the best ones. <laughs> and you're just on the floor laughing and rolling yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think she loves it. I think she's made up. She's a bit emotional because she's nervous. But and she the likes just it. looking daggers at him like, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. The strippers behind him and stuff. It's like, no, this no. is not right. Inappropriate wedding day. <laughs> but yeah, bomb, my... I've never seen anyone do a bomb threat on Don't Tell a Bride, though. That's no, terrible, he yeah. can't be far away. No. Um, don't uh, tell the bride about the terrorist atrocity. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, my, my dad was really sweet about all that stuff. Yeah, the, the father of the bride stuff was really sweet. And um, the other day he came round and... Um, I thought we were having a chat and I said, oh, you haven't got to worry about me anymore. Now you palm me off on Chuck. <laughs> you know, and he said, oh, no, no, I've got another son now. So I've got oh. him to worry about. And I was like, oh, Dad, that's so sweet. That's really nice. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, I was going to say, well, <laughs> the funny thing, well, the best part of it was I, I chucked the bouquet and my brother's girlfriend caught it. Oh. And I could not stop laughing. <laughs> my <laughs> brother's face. Was incredible. Was I was just, just oh, horror. Up. It was horror, absolute <laughs> horror. We've been to three weddings together. Not once have we seen a thrown bouquet. No, not at all. Well, well see, so I did it with my dodgy arm as well. So I basically said, "You want to sort of space yourself out as far as you can, because it could go directly behind my feet, or it might go completely <laughs> in the gutter of the hotel." I've literally got no idea. Sounds like me, Rich, doesn't she? I was just going to say, if you threw a bouquet, it would hit me in the head. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, you know, you've got to to obviously do it behind your back, so you've just got to guess and just, you know... Fling it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's silly, though, right? Because throwing it from behind your back, that that is there to create some feeling of randomness. And that's there when Alison throws forward, just as much as backwards. (laughs) Where, where is it going to go? The dog toys that I've Who lost knows? in trees is ridiculous. She I just mean, like, throws trees, them into a tree. Just gone. <laughs> like, I've had to wait in the park for when the when the gardeners have come and cut all the bushes back in October no. to find toys that I lost in June. I swear, I have seen you throw the tree, throw the toy. It went behind you, yeah. and got stuck in a tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. I am very unskilled it's, at throwing. It's remarkable. I am. I am just so the stereotypical woman who cannot throw. Throw. No, you're I not. Mean... No, no, because no, because the the theory is that the stereotypical woman can throw the ball, but not very far, <laughs> but maybe in the direction that she wants it to go I'm, in. I'm worse than the stereotype. You, you've is that achieved what you're saying? I am worse than the stereotype. New level of what is going on. <laughs> That's a mum throw that you do. That's like a, a, a mum throw. <laughs> it's remarkable. I mean, there was a time when I just used to think maybe if I stand behind her, I won't get hit. That's bollocks. There is no safe place. <laughs> the safest place is standing right up against behind her. Well, surely the safest no, place. No, because is I have, I have, and, and yeah, I have hit myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Surely the safest place is the place where she was meant to be throwing it to, because it's not going to be there. Exactly. That's a good place. That's why the dog gets so excited. It's where is it going to go? Exactly. It's, it's a, a mystery game. Random. It's a yeah. mystery game. It's like, she's, she goes, all right, watch, watch. That's what he shouted. <laughs> is it? Yeah. 
You there, watch this. <laughs> oh, it's in the tree again. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm off to smell this poo I've found. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See, the thing is, I'm quite a good catcher because my dad used to, I don't know, he's could maybe waiting for my brother to be older and do boy catching games he used to do a thing where we'd get like a we had a baseball and like a tennis ball he'd throw it up very high in the air yeah and i would just sort of you know hey, my dad, can you keep your eye on it keep your eye on it you know and then catch it with stuff so yeah. we do that quite a lot so i'm all right catching but throwing especially since i had my second surgery it's really a crapshoot as to when <laughs> it's gonna release from my hand yeah because i've got no idea about my grip so, so you have yeah. surgery as an excuse i really don't i'm just fucking crap at it i just don't know when to release the things so no, <laughs> i'm usually either too soon or way too late <laughs> <laughs> we ever been bowling i'm all right at bowling i've once had a 300 game at what bowling in re- with a ball and pins yeah like Oh, did American. you have the uh, inflatable things? Did I fuck have the inflatable? But you're talking about gutter buddies that children use. No, I managed a three hundred game with, with like a nine pound ball by no rolling the ball at the pins, doing it. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, the next day after bowling, I can't fucking walk. Why? What? What do you do? Um, because well, I I just pull all the muscles in my left butt cheek. You're not supposed to do that. Well, it's because I, I I lunge like I fucking mean it. Do you know what I'm really? saying? Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We need to go bowling. <laughs> do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Marge learns bowling. to bowl? I do. I do. It's like that. I think. <laughs> We've been bowling. The lane. When did we go bowling? In Bradford. When we were going to the cinema one day, maybe it was my birthday or Valentine's Day or something, we went to bowling. I don't ever remember that. Yeah. What did we see at the cinema? I don't know. I don't remember that We've been together so long, I can't remember what we were fucking watching nine years ago. I can. That's because you're weird, Richard. Do you know what the first film we saw at the cinema was? Uh, Spider-Man 2. Was it? It was. (sighs) There you go. You know what the second film we saw at the cinema? No. Fahrenheit 9-11. Was it? It was. All right. There's romantic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, ain't he? He remembers the movies. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because it's funny, when we and Chuck were first going out, um, he used to get kind of freebie cinema tickets like through newspapers and stuff because he was like in one of these survey things that... You respond and you get cinema tickets back. But, of course, you really didn't have the same what you went to see. So we were going to all these random places all over London seeing really weird, shitty <laughs> films and sort of walking <laughs> out going, oh, well, okay, that was weird. But, I mean, we did get some corkers. Like, we got to see The Last King of Scotland for completely free. Oh, cool. But the problem was it was on a Sunday morning at, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah. And it was a bit heavy for night first thing on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, day. I mean, if you're sitting there and you haven't had your breakfast yet, and it's half past ten and you're seeing, like, some hardcore dismemberment action and it's like, well, I wasn't quite prepared for this. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe it was probably best that you didn't have your breakfast before. Oh, no, no, it didn't make me hurt. I was just like, oh, it's a bit much for half past ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is really, isn't it? Need to work up to this, you want, really. You want a bit of Lorraine Kelly or some Philip Schofield at that time of day, yeah, don't you, really? gentle, yeah, just saying, you know, not too shouty. Maybe sound sort of music. pastels. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. some pastels or something, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, that'd be good, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, because especially sort of in the last sort of, I'd say about 18 months or so, like my ability to handle like harsh news and stuff like that really declined. Like, so watching the news programs in the morning, I sort of tend to turn on about quarter past, so like the heavy stories are over. Yeah. So like you get the fluffier stories of the travel and the weather, and then that's good, right? That's fine. And I'll I'll deal with the heavy shit later, and I read it when I get to work and I'm pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you fill your news too. Oh, I do, but only by, by time of day. But, you know, so I have to start with something gentle and then work up to the heavy shit. Like, so I'll start worrying about China's new air defence zone about 11 o'clock and then leave it for yeah. the evening. So I'll need to work up to it and then chill down. See, I'm not even bothering because I've got too much stuff to try and focus on positivity to yeah. to rise me above where I'm at right now. And, yeah. and get me out of there so I can't even like have depressing news on my back because mm. it's just one more negative thing to deal with so yeah. I'm, I'm it's not just, I think, <laughs> yeah. it's just, I think because I'm a born warrior I have to worry about something see I don't so... want to I'll just shut that one down you have to 12 worries in front of me I don't need another five you have to see the news you're grown up that's how I, it works well you know I'm okay for and, now and and debunk like it and, and, and don't worry about it like what's me. news round yeah that's the watch thing watch news round so that's how I want my news so that's it that's how they're going to deliver it to you yeah do you know nuclear what, apocalypse is going to be fine. Do you it's know what you need to do is care less about things. I can't. That's Ge- the thing. I, have. <laughs> just, I just can't. Just care less about things and other people in general. It <laughs> just makes life so much easier. Uh, I'll, I'll just try that then. I'll immediately like you, you change about, my personality you, you, entirely. Worried about the China thing, right? So China, have, am I right in thinking they've basically drawn a line around China and say, and well... They just- don't fly don't fly a plane through there and japan went we, nah. we can fly a plane through there we don't fly a plane through there we got and then kind of an international version of the scene from kramer versus kramer where the kid eats the ice cream from the fridge yeah has kind of occurred oh yeah and that's it and look, don't why it's it, do you know what worst case scenario japan and china go to war who cares i don't care like that's that's way on the other side of the planet we wor- worry if America want to go to war with China, that might be a problem because we're in the way. Oh, well, we always get dragged into that you see, shit anyway. And we get dra- if Japan and China have a war, nah, uh, that's fine. You know, oh, Galaxy S5s might be hard to come across for a while. I don't know. That's Korea. So not even that. Not even that. We'll still be able to watch really intense people play StarCraft 2, so it's all good. Exactly. It's Honestly, so ca- learn to care less, Emma. Yeah, I should. And I, I know I'm. That it sounds horrible, like you know that that if that imagine that war and that there'd be thousands of people hurt or killed and it would be a humanitarian disaster. But you're thinking, but think of the next Call of Duty game. It would be incredible. I'm, I'm thinking, how is it going to affect my day? You know, that's because I've got enough to worry about. Do you know who needs to worry about Japanese and Chinese people? Japanese and Chinese that's people. It. That's that's who needs to worry about that. For now, well, I, I mean, uh, I'm I'm sort of like we've got one of these um, ultrasonic things. We've been hearing scrabbling around in our loft, so we've got one of these ultrasonic things that are meant to repel animals. So oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's in our bedroom at the moment. So I'm hoping that it will subtly change my brain waves through ultrasonic sound. So maybe I won't care anymore. That'd yeah, be good. Maybe <laughs> it'd be like some sleep therapy. I mean, because like the stuff that's been happening at my place of employment. 
I'm I'm actually surprised by how little I'm worried about that at the moment. <laughs> Take a lesson from your boss. Just get fucking crack. wrecked. Yeah, absolutely. That is... Get shit-faced. <laughs> what was that? So that, was... that was just some dude who's like, do you know what? I'm fucking loaded. I'm just going to take a load of drugs now, I think. And that's what he did. I know. How are you supposed to get upset about that? We're not supposed to get upset about it. I think I think some newspapers would like us to get upset about it, but um, I think we're all grown up to think that it, you know, he's just an ordinary bloke who's done, you know, what what really is quite an ordinary thing, even if it's none of our experience. Well, I don't know. He did take some meth. I I know. Well, he took. What you took? Well, no, the guy in England. Well, me. No, I. The co-op dude. Cocaine, light and All ketamine. Right. Well, that's that's up to um, him, you know. I don't care. But it was worth guy. it for the nickname they got, the Crystal Methodist. Yeah, that was quite good. That's that why funny. I thought he'd taken Crystal Meth. <laughs> I don't know whether it was just a clever pun on his name, but he was on Grinder, and if there's Crystal Meth, it, it's probably in the the gay community in London. So, if he did, then it it quite it might be likely. Um. But you know, this is this was is that another second... thing? Like, oh, he was on Grinder, but nobody he knew gr- he was gay. He was on Grinder, and that's who's told everybody about what's happened. See, if you don't want people to know you're on Grinder, you have to not go on Grinder. Exactly. That's that's Absolutely. the problem but right all, there. All of his messages. There's your show title published. right there for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I'm. Yeah. Like, anyway, I'm gonna um I'm gonna shoot off because I think Chuck's about to die of sleep deprivation. So I shall um speak to you in the future from hopefully somewhere around the Christmas period. Oh, um, my dear. You're the we're, one with the time not... machine. I'll assume you know. <laughs> we'll just skip ahead. No, I mean we're not going up to your heart yet. Yes. <coughs> so um we will be in the Casa Foster for the Christmas Eve hopefully. So yeah, okay, wonderful. Yeah, I won't be trying to furtively call you from the one place in my uh, mother and father-in-law's um, housing establishment that has Wi-Fi. Yeah, which is literally like one corner up in the <laughs> in the lounge. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Oh, great. One last question before you go. Shoot. You and Mike in a TARDIS flying around the universe. Which yeah. one of you is the companion? Oh, I am technically. I think I'm the girl. Really? Really? I didn't think you'd go for you that. You wouldn't push the boundaries and become your own first female doctor? Well, I mean, you know, we are a cooperative rather than a, uh, you know, one's in charge and one isn't. So I don't think that, you know, forcing us into a binary like that is a somewhat question. That's an amazing of... answer. That's no fun. <laughs> I was I was looking for much more of an opportunity to fuck with you there. If you could pick one of you to be in charge, I'd appreciate that for the next time you call. <laughs> No, this this is a collective farm of a TARDIS, this place. Okay. We, we sing Soviet songs and, um, you know, bake black bread and, um, uh, you know, make depressing films. That sounds good to me. Sounds like a fucking right good Friday night, that. Everyone round the TARDIS for a screening of Battleship Potemkin next Wednesday. Mike said awesome. in, the, Mike said in the chat, we're the TARDIS team. Exactly. You should get that on on hats. <laughs> That's and what you should do. <laughs> and t-shirts. That's what you should do. Oh, exactly. Dear. New what? t-shirt, then, mate. We'll do it. Get it done. This yeah. Is the, this is the way forward. Yeah. 
Right, well, show like, yourselves as the egalitarian TARDIS team. Exactly, egalitarian TARDIS team. There you go. Well, there you go. All right. Catch right. you later, Emma. Thank you for calling. All right. Till then. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. See if you want to call in, you can call in. We're on Skype. We are. Or it's simply syndicated. Can I just say a quick hi to Sophia, who's just come in the room? Um, new to simply syndicated, are we? Please just grab a cushion, chill out, get involved with us, and um, yeah, it's nice round here. Welcome. It's a bit weird, but it's generally friendly. Yeah. This is what we do on Saturday nights. We give advice. Sometimes, like, don't sometimes care about I'm working, things. and it really gets in the fucking way of podcasting. But tonight we're here. See, listen. The trick with news is you have to learn to care, not care. Sorry, I'm. I'm going to give you some examples of things I don't care about. Just looking at some news stories here. What have we got? So there's. Okay, that's tech stuff. Care about all of that. <laughs> You just have to learn to dismiss stuff. Officials say healthcare, I'm already gone. Anything that starts with officials say, I don't care. Or MPs do whatever, I don't care. You're going off mic. I have to give some commentary as to what's happening. I I don't even know anymore. Yeah. So you have to learn to not care. MPs, Sharon Osbourne, there's a headline you don't need to read the rest of. You see, just go. It, it's it's a question of sifting, and sorting out. Occasionally, you'll see something. U.S. urges North Korea. Well, we'll read that. Oh, they've got someone captured who went on holiday there and discovered it was a weird little communist hole. Really shocking. Um, what are you what are you after now? This is ever so distracting. Alison's pacing around the room now, looking quite lost. Rummaging through. Is there anything I can help you with? Making your way back to the chair now. This is very good, this. And she's back. Sorry, that was very unprofessional of me. That that was insane. What what were you looking for? Some filters. For, For a cigarette? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. I've lost my place with what I was talking about. Well, you're talking about I'm, music. I'm you filtering. Yeah. I just filter it all out. The, the moment's like I said, gone. I've got now. enough crap to be thinking about. The moment's gone. Without even filtering China, because I am worried about China in a lot of ways. But why? I, I can't afford to be. I've got enough shit in real life to deal with right now. I don't need a global picture. I just don't. Um, I just I need quite a narrow picture of sorting my shit out. You know what I always also like is happy news. If you can well, filter, give me you, that. You know when you I know. get home from work and I'm I've got another burn, and and corns. I've got corns. What the fuck? I don't anyway, know. Anyway, so you know if you could, when I get home from all of that, um, give me some happy news. You should do then, that. then at least you've given me the news. Can you be my newsreader? No, that's well, you that's do crap. that. So you do no. you do it already. Well, yeah. You do it already. That's just, it's the thing that you do for me. I, I was just led to believe that being aware of the news was something grown-ups did. It is. But I it mean is, that in the sense honestly, of 
it, so, in my life right now, I don't feel right grown up. So until I am a grown up again and I've got a grown up job and I'm back doing grown up things, then I'll be grown up and I'll watch the news because I'll have time and focus to be able to relax about my own shit. Do you see? Okay. That's fun. Um. So now what? Well, yeah. I don't know. You proper told me that, so <laughs> I, I don't know what to say now, really. Well, you know, I'm just focused on positive things. So that's where I was going with that. If you just give me some positive news when I come home, that's it. And I don't have to bother myself with all the rubbish stuff. I have a vague awareness of what's going on. I do. I just don't want to read it and present it in a lot of forms. Fair enough. Yeah. I'd rather do things that are making me happy. And I know, like Emma, I can't watch the news and feel happy. <laughs> Mary, save me from this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? I'm I'm tired, but okay. How y'all doing? <laughs> tired, but okay. I think that's fair comment. Yeah, bruised, tired, and okay. It's just it's it's uh it, you know, the holidays have officially begun over here. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we we drove down to uh, West Palm Beach to visit my dad this week. Yeah. Because uh, it just. You know, th- our Thanksgiving was Thursday. Yeah. <clears throat> can you can y'all hear oh, me okay? Yeah, yeah, we hear you fine. Um, I, I'm, on, I'm preempting I'm, what you're going to tell us about this dinner. Hang on, <laughs> I'm going to move my headphones into my soundboard output so I can hear me. Okay. Ah, there, I can hear me now. Hey. That's better. That's so weird when you can't hear yourself. It is, isn't trying it? Trying to talk into a mic. It's very confusing when you start shouting, and I don't want to do that. So, mm. anyway, hi. Hi. <laughs> Can y'all hear me still? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Oh, shit. Hang on, I can't. Oh, bollocks, how am I going to do this? <laughs> oh, hang on a second. You really did a I love it when people call in with okay. problems. I can't uh, put me into my board because if I do that, then there'll be an echo because I'll have to turn you on. Never mind. Now I can I can hear you and not me, and that's more important. Poke an ear out. Poke one ear out. Yeah, that's what I just did. Yeah, work, <laughs> just did. it works for me. <laughs> I'm I also just got a new pair of headphones today, so I'm trying those out and working the kinks out of that. Yeah. But anyway, because my wife has such a fucked up work schedule, her her days off are Wednesday and Thursday. Right. Um, and so what we did was Tuesday afternoon, we drove down, and it, it's about a four, four and a half hour drive under normal circumstances. With the baby, it's five, five and a half. Yeah. Because um, she, she's, she's getting better about riding in the car, but she still doesn't particularly like it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I you know all those stories you hear about parents saying, "Oh yeah, if I need to get my kid to go to sleep, I just put her in the car and we drive around." That's, that's just fucking hilarious. That's the opposite <laughs> effect on Sharon. Yeah, yeah, oh, horrible. Um, but so we went down there and we had it. We had a nice visit, but it was like we got there about nine o'clock, nine thirty Tuesday night. Uh, stayed at my friend's house that we always stay with because she's my 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 dad's got just a little, uh, little apartment he and my mom lived in. Mm. Where he lives in, my mom lived in. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it's that there's one bedroom and a den, and there just isn't room for all of us. So we stay with my friend Carol when we're down there, and uh, and so we 
you know, went over and saw him for a couple hours on Wednesday uh, and then came back Thursday morning. <laughs> so yeah. it was it was kind of a, a it was fun. It was nice. It was it was really worth doing. But, you know, when you when you spend 10 hours in the car to spend yeah. 24 hours visiting it's it just it doesn't feel like it was much of a it's hard of a visit it's yeah. hardcore says the woman who went to san francisco for two days <laughs> you know he's uh, and i still get questioned by coast and um, border patrol every time i come they think oh. i came over for a terrorist event or something because <laughs> i was only there two days i was like no you need to understand <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I English just had terrorism to is up quite a bit these days. So. Yes, yes, white <laughs> British women, uh, yeah, quite, quite bomb happy, aren't they? Mm. So yeah, I had I had a full body scan and all kinds of stuff, and ever since then they've they've tracked me and take me on one side as soon as I land. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's oh, hello, it's me again. Yes, I'll explain myself again. <laughs> so. I have to gear myself up for that conversation. I, I took it far too blasé when um, I got to Las Vegas this year. And it was only just this year. Crikey, it's nearly a year since we were there. That's wow. just flown so fast. No kidding. It seems like you were just posting pictures from that. Yeah, well, yeah. It's crazy. We we left on the 6th of January, so it's like oh, only just a year away. We should go back. So, uh, yeah, with what? <laughs> with what? Oh, don't, don't. Okay, what were you going to say, Rick? <laughs> I was, I was just going to say that I, I, I missed the first half hour of the show. Is, is there, did, are there anything super happy and fun happening with y'all? No, don't ask Not questions really. like that. <laughs> Emma phoned. She's happy. Yeah, we had a wonderful time chatting with Emma yesterday. Um, with the, the, the li our live. Admiral's Table, Round Table, Doctor Who thingy. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, it was, it was kind of weird uh, because after, like, pretty much, I was about halfway through watching the, the 50th anniversary Doctor Actually, hang on a second. Did, did, Wally, did you answer? Are, are things okay with you or, or just they're, not they're, changed? They're just plodding along and not changed, so... Okay. You know, I've got something to apply for, so... Oh, good. Fingers good, good, crossed. Good. Yay. Let me know. I'll cross everything I we'll have more do. Oh, my God. The internet will be the first place to know. I will just literally piss myself on Facebook <laughs> and and scream to the world that my life is about to change. The, the day you get a real job is the day to avoid that McDonald's, I should think. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm just going to have to, well, uh, yeah, I'd have to work up to the wire as well, just financially, you know, I couldn't even take any time off, but I, wow. I wouldn't yeah. care. I'd I'd step straight out of a uniform into a shower and into real clothes and go do my shit. Yeah. But, you know, good good on you for doing what you got to do. You know, yeah, got to do it. Just got to do it. But don't be oh, burning bridges there because I'm not driving to Shipley for mozzarella <laughs> deep fried in breadcrumbs. <laughs> Okay, no bridges will be burned. I've right. uh, this is the kind of shit that I work out while I'm doing the job. Like, how do I exit this? Do I explode? Or do I just smile and say, see ya? Politely, and I think I have to smile and say, see ya. I'd like the food. Exactly. We have to keep <laughs> keeping. I don't know if I keep, keep my discount card up to the three months after I that. I don't know. They might take it off me the day that I leave. I don't know. 
Are they difficult to copy? Has it got a hologram on it? No. I should have one then. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Have you ever used it and they put you like a number into a computer and check or something like that? Or do they just go, all right, yeah, and do it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I should have one. We should all have one. God, we should, someone should put that on the internet. I bet someone (laughs) has. Now, you, you never have to work the register, do you? No, no, I use, I'm usually cooking. Okay, so... So this is I... another skill that I've developed as well while I'm working there, is that <laughs> I tell myself that I'm a chef. <laughs> well, a chef is someone who cooks, right? Exactly. There you go. They don't just cook the same one ingredient all day, but, <laughs> you know, they, but it, it, it's a way of getting through. What do you do? I'm a chef. I cook for a living. It's fine. It is food, and, and I still care food. about quality. So, you know, I care what I care what leaves my pass. And and actually, a lot of them will just cook pretty much the same couple of things all day. Because mm. this is very true. You're imagining being Heston, which is one thing, but there are many more people who work for Heston whose job it is to put that starter together, mm. and do that until it's time to go home. We've got 500 covers coming in. Yeah. So. 500 covers? I don't no, know. There's only a guy there who's got that many fucking covers. I don't Jesus, care. he runs like hypermarkets of restaurants. They must be nice. Yeah. He's got a 900 seater in Madison Square Gardens. Why? Because he can. Right. And because enough silly people will go there and pay. $20 a burger. People are morons. Oh, Just because it's oh. Guy Fieri's place. I hate him. I can't stand him. $40 for a burger? Seriously, yeah. There there better be some some uh, happy ending with that. <laughs> some happy, I was thinking truffle. You went with happy ending. How does that work? No, it's a $20 burger. You want a happy ending with that. It's crazy. It's crazy. 900 people. It's a cafeteria. Where do you, there's no intimacy, there's no personal touch there that would suggest that $20 is okay or $24 or something. It's crazy. There is no one in the world. Well, okay, if Angelina Jolie wanted to cook me a burger, I might think about paying more than seven bucks for it. <laughs> Hang on, she wants to cook you a burger and then she says, no, money. That's, she can't do that. She wants to come over and cook me a burger. That's one thing. Otherwise, she's selling me a burger. And That's I don't true. Know. Mm. I don't trust her ability to make a good burger yet. I, I don't know. Maybe I a free know. sample of a Jolie burger. What if it was Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, she could make me one. I'm not buying a burger off her. I don't know. <laughs> what What is that about? I bet I could get her to make me one. Do you, what? I'd make her a burger. What? <laughs> we decide. I decided the other day during a conversation with some of my students that if I I think Scarlett Johansson could come up and hit me with a rock and I'd say thank you. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> at thank least she noticed me enough to hit me with a rock. Exactly. You were on her radar, even if only violently. <laughs> It'll do. She knows who I am. <laughs> That really hurt. I hope it scars. <laughs> <laughs> I got my DNA on her. 
Or oh, don't we don't blood. shout that. Yeah, don't. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Don't be putting your DNA on people. <laughs> that's uh, even as a saint, you know, I've had some absolutely stunning women tell me to fuck off. You know, it's <laughs> it's really no no big thing. You know, I don't need Scarlett Johansson to do that. I would like to know. I would say, Scarlett, so is it a soft J or not? Because, you know, no one knows. Could you tell me and then I'll tell people? It should be a soft J. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm seeing what Gog's just put in the chat. <laughs> God, the animal should just be looking at the fact that Pink sucks his pee-pee. <laughs> There's a story to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, y'all, y'all might remember I got to see Gogs. Got uh, we 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 got to meet up last year. Yeah, he's a real person. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, the Pink concert was going on. Well, was was starting as we were like walking by, and uh, we decided to tell everyone that I slept with Pink or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I always get the feeling it would be something you could see in the eye of a man who'd done that. (laughs) I I find it to be quite scary. Pink? Yeah. I'm not saying she's unattractive. I'm saying she's fucking scary. She looks built. She looks like she could break you. I think she could hurt me. Yeah. I think she could hurt you. You'd be be crippled (laughs) for life, but you'd be happy. I think she could hurt me. And, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, She'd it's, kill you. Yeah. That's, that's precisely. Because pre- you're, yeah, you're just so much tougher than me, aren't you? That's right. Lady who falls down. When I saw you, when I saw you, brother, blows. earlier, when I saw Nathan earlier, he asked me, so how's Alison? Was she working? I said, well, she was working for a bit. Uh, I took her in for seven, and I think about half nine she called and said she'd, she'd had a fall and needed to be picked up, and he was ever so concerned. He pissed himself. No, no, he was genuinely ever was so it? concerned. Was it? And I felt that was I had to brother? explain my lack of concern by explaining that, yeah, the first time it's really worrying, and then the second time you, you rush down, and then after, like, the twelfth time, it's like she's falling down again, you know? But you're glaring at me. Thanks for your no, concern. No, I came, I came down straight away. You did. And when I phoned up, I was like, can you pick me up? And you went... Yes, I can. I was I was asleep. I was, I was <laughs> still like, waking up. No, are you okay? What's happened? I There's, asked if you were okay. Yes, I can. You didn't. I did you ask if you were okay. Now you're just you making so it up now. I just, I just put the phone down, looked at the phone, and just smiled because it's like, yeah, he's he's really awake. Yeah, I'm kind of not at all awake. <laughs> not at all awake. Oh dear. It was the the phone's ringing. It'll stop. Oh, the phone's ringing again. I should answer now. My phone's ringing, and it's ours. I will answer my phone. And there, there, that was it. Because when you you're not waking, you've got that safeguard of that's that's a PPI call. Yeah. I am not getting up to put the phone down. That's not happening. But you know, I'm still amazed I can go back to bed after a sausage egg muffin and hash brown. <laughs> yeah, so am I. <laughs> So am I. And a latte. 
Really? Yeah. You go to back to sleep. Do you know I hate saying latte at Keith Lee McDonald's? Well, yeah, say it like all the other customers then, because I have a headset. How do I they say it? That's what I want to know. Go, can I have a latte? A latte. Can I have a latte? Right. I've got a loyalty card. <laughs> That's what they say. Right. You'll, you'll get an occasional posh person that'll come around and go, can I have a regular latte? But no one says latte. Just me. No one says frappe. They say, can I have a frap? See, now I just feel like a I know, dick. It's like, I, I really, it's a good job I'm not on that fucking Oh, I door. bet they say it's latte guy come back again. They'll know it's me now. <laughs> latte. I can't order another one now. No, I that say has latte. ruined that. I say latte because it's the right way. I know, but we live near Keithley, so latte. that doesn't matter. I just say, give me a fucking coffee. Can I help mocha? <laughs> help mocha. Yeah. Not cold. Not that. Those frap. mockers aren't good. What and I? Hot mocha. What is the point? Answer me this: of the whipped cream on top of the coffee, when you've got a cup with a lid. I know. And I've I've thought that since Starbucks and Costa were doing it. What is the point of that? I'm going to drink it, it through the little hole in the lid, and you put whipped cream and stir it in and get cream coffee. Then just put cream in the coffee. <laughs> I don't know. Was it doesn't work? It's stupid. Unless you drink <laughs> it with the lid off, but you don't want to do that because then you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always find <laughs> to be off-putting. <laughs> anyway, there's a social media policy at the place where I work, so can we talk about <laughs> something else? <laughs> Rich, would it be would it be reasonably fair to say that now that simply everything is is up and running, you have a little too much time on your hands? No. <laughs> okay. You've been, you've been putting an awful lot of thought into some of these things that uh, maybe aren't quite. This healthy. is how my brain works. <laughs> this is what the problem is. Do you know what? I, I stumbled upon a website that had a selection of various psychological tests <laughs> yeah. to test for various personality disorders and uh, other mental conditions. And I went down the list and took all the tests and I had pretty much everything. <laughs> it was it was all there. Yeah. It was quite disturbing. I intend to ask my doctor about ADHD the next time I see her. Which is actually going to be this week. Yeah. Because what was it? There was something like 15 symptoms and I had 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, you, you, really? 12? That many? Yeah. Oh. And even the results page, you know, because you do the test and then it takes you through to a page that explains your results. And all the pages were going, yeah, you, you're not right there. Actually, you are worse at this than 98% of people. I've still got it on my iPad. Hang on. Let, let's read through my psychological testing results. Or should I not, Alison? Does it reveal too much? Does it reveal too much? You're aware of the contents I, um, of it. I just think that it, it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> really? I have, well, it's I, obvious to me. You know, we, we joke about you being the evil emperor, but... It was no surprise to see that you had Machiavellian tendencies with a streak of psychopathy. I only scored, you know? I only scored <laughs> higher for Machia Machiavellianism 
than 74% of people who'd taken the test. So there's a whole 25%... (laughs) Of people who are more Machiavellian than you. Yeah. Right. Where was I on that one? I think I was maybe 1.1. Yeah, normal people get a one. Yeah. For that one. Well, the thing is, I also have Mike and Will's test results on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Let's see, who got the high in nar- narcissism? 2.6 out of 4 there. 2.6 out of 4? Yeah, for one of them. Jesus. And the other one got 1.7. And what did you get for narcissism? 3.8. <laughs> okay. You see, it's just funny. It's just funny, because we know. The for narcissism, quantified it for us. That's for, all. For na- narcissism, I'm more narcissistic. I can't even speak. More narcissistic <laughs> than ninety-eight point one percent of people who've taken that test. Ninety-eight point one. Three point eight out of four for narcissism. That's what I scored. So yeah. Have a link I, to this site. It is. Hang on. Let's see if I can. It's personality-testing.info slash tests. Personality-testing? Yeah. Hyphen testing, I mean. Okay. It's not a pie chart, guys. It is a 3D uh, graph, though. So you get a... Well, it's not a 3D graph. It's a flat 3D-playing graph. So you get to see where your markers are. Yeah, and you should be in the middle, but I'm, like, way away from the middle. So broken. And this is this is how I live my life. You know, um, trying to compensate for all the things that are disturbingly wrong with me, quite frankly. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, that's just what I do. <laughs> I've always maintained, I do what I do in spite of all of this. We're lucky I do anything. Hmm. Or achieve anything at all. Yeah. So, you know. That. Are you doing a test now, Marius? Is that where you are? No, 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 no. I was just, I was just thinking. I was listening to uh, um, "Do Ask, Do Tell" this afternoon, uh-huh. uh, the uh, transgender-centric episode, and I, I, I don't know why I this just came to mind, but I, I wanted to congratulate you, Rich. I've never heard anyone make Ari uncomfortable before on the air. Did I... Uh, your, your question about how do drag queens and or trans women deal with their junk while wearing lingerie was was a priceless conversation. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I was quite pleased <laughs> with that one. Where does it go? <laughs> but the fact that she was so uncomfortable answering it, because usually she's just right out there with yeah. whatever you want to talk about. And she was... She was, she, she was wasn't quite sure how to put things. It was it was funny. Yeah. <sighs> I do enjoy making a squirm. She's also somebody that I can hear roll her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That That's it. And Ian's great fun to wind up. He, he, he does sputter well. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the Hugh Grant of the network. He is. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. I do enjoy I doing you, that Ian. show. I, I adore you. I really do. Um, they're, they're all my favorite show to do. 
Um, but that <laughs> that one definitely is. But they all are at the same time. And I, I guess. By the way, sorry about all the so, sorry about on. all the noise in the background. We got we're doing wash, so that's it. no worries. The, the the washer is about to stop spinning, so it should get ah. There we go. Should be nice and quiet now. I was I was for a second. I thought you were going to say you had air conditioning on. No, no, it's it's actually quite cool today, although it's it's warmer than it's been for the last couple of nights. But uh, like I had to turn the baby's heater on the other night. So it's in the high seventies. Sort of. Uh, let's see. It is. Yeah, seventy. Uh, no, no, it's seventy-one. Oh fuck off! I was taking the piss. <laughs> well, that's not the high seventies. Oh, <laughs> dear God. And for uh, for those of you Fahrenheit challenge that uh, twenty one degrees in uh, in the the metrical Celsius. It's twenty two in this room right now, and we've made it like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's about three outside. Damn you, sir. <laughs> well, for for what it's worth, you know there there was all of that time when I was in here sweating my ass off because I don't have AC out here in the office, and uh, and y'all were nice and cozy. So, the 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 balance swings. No, no, it doesn't. I'd rather be too hot <laughs> any day of the week. But they have bugs there, Richard. That's bugs the problem, that you can't isn't imagine. it? That's oh, the yeah. problem. Th this is ferocious the... wildlife here. Uh, fuck that shit. I think the nicer you get for us, here. the nicer you get for the nasty things. You know, in 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 the UK, well, around here, if you were really looking hard, and we live in the country, right? If you were really looking hard, you'd see lots of bird life, but tiny little things like voles and field mice and just little things that run around. And they they're like the biggest things. You might find badgers, and you might find deers uh, about about three miles away from there here. There are fucking badgers. They're yeah. nasty little they're, bastards. They're badgers around here. They're not cute no. like in Wind in the Willows, they're, you know. They're, they're like the biggest yeah. things, the biggest scariest you don't need things no that we find. Badgers. Yeah. I but have you know, a badge that says that. Fucking alligators <laughs> and things like that. We don't have poisonous spiders that can kill us. No. The other night, uh, oh, I. I Oh, the, uh, Allison, that was that was the night we did the the the, the Babylon the uh, White Star Five show. Yeah. Uh, um, there was something making noise outside my window. Yeah, you had a possum and out there. It, it was it was a cute little baby possum. And possums are not cute, but baby possums are. I, right. I didn't I didn't realize a baby possum could be cute because possums are uh, uh American possums. Yeah. Oh, possum. Sorry, the the only marsupial in North America. Um. But uh, as I once read, a, I think it was Louis L'Amour, maybe, a uh, famous Western writer, yeah. uh, writer of Westerns, I should say, uh, said, uh, possum is ugly, to, ugly enough to make a freight train take a dirt road. <laughs> um, Fuck, what are these things? Are you allowed to kill them? <laughs> uh, I suppose they're, they're, they're hardly endangered, but they're, I mean, imagine like a, an R-O-U-S with a big, long, naked tail. Uh, mm. only, only not that big, you know, they're, they're much smaller than that, but those, those pretty, make the snout a little pointier and you've got, you've got a North American possum. Nasty. Um, but the baby was adorable and it, I mean, it wasn't like a teeny baby. It was probably like, you know, I guess the equivalent of a teenager. Yeah. Um, 
But, oh, do uh, they hang really off trees? This is a picture of one hanging off a tree by its tail. Yeah, yeah, they hang by their tails. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. This is, oh, and there's a picture of one being really angry. Yeah, well, that's, that's their, they're not particularly aggressive, but they've got this big show they do if they get cornered. No wonder um, you all want guns. I'd want one. <laughs> it's not about ro- people robbing your house or Fuck no, it's, the it's these fuckers. Look at this. This is, oh, these are horrible, and that's not even like the worst thing there. Alison, you were with me when there was a hedgehog in our tent. Yes. Yes, you were quite... Oh, they're so cute. It was really quite pathetic. I am thinking back. I'm really rather ashamed of how pathetic I, I was that night. I can't believe you made me deal with that shit. It was a hedgehog. They're I can't adorable. believe it. You made me deal with that shit. Can you believe it? Are, are wild hedgehogs particularly fearsome? No, God, no. No, they're not. They, they have fleas on them. Um, okay. But it was in it was in the external bit of our tent. Wasn't where it even our in the main is. bit of the tent. Couldn't have got to us. It was going for the dog food. Yeah, they love dog food. So we uh, had it was inside a carrier bag. Yeah, it was. It had gotten itself inside a carrier bag, so I basically had to empty the carrier bag of all its contents, other than the hedgehog, and then take the carrier bag out to a tree and just leave it there with the the opening so that it could get out but you, you were just, just like in- well no i just could i couldn't dump him out i'd rather him like make his own way out because i didn't want to hurt him yeah so but yeah richard was just inside like pathetic pathetic really terrible <laughs> you know what are actually the worst are raccoons because those little fuckers work together uh, yeah, they bunch do of, teamwork, don't they? Oh yeah, a bunch of buddies of mine and I went camping one one time back when we were in school, and uh, you know the the we got to the campground and just started drinking and smoking everything we could. Mm. And uh, after dark, the raccoons began their assault on our camp. And, <laughs> and you know, at first they just sort of wandered in. You're like, hey guys, can we have some food? And we're like, fuck off, go away. And they're like, all right. And then they started getting really cagey and. The, uh, my friend brought a BB gun. Do you? Do y'all have like oh. air rifle well, yeah, uh, over yeah. there? And we, yeah. we know because Christmas story, obviously. Oh right, yeah. <coughs> um, and uh, you know he he had done this before, so he knew that the the the, the assault was coming, and uh, so he just you know shoot him in the ass and they'd run away. But there was one time where we heard them out in the in the dark because uh, we were at we were at a campground out in the middle of the of the woods and and. South Florida, so it's really dark. Mm-hmm. And we turn our flashlights on, and there's there's a bunch of raccoons, and they're like, oh, fuck you, we're over here. <laughs> and while we're paying attention to them, I suddenly hear something behind us, and the rest of the pack of raccoons were in our shit while oh. the other ones were distracting us. They're like velociraptors. Cheeky bastards. Yeah, yeah. Armadillos kind of do that too, except there's no guile to them. They just sort of wander into your campground and start rough, rustling through your shit because they're armored. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no stealth to an armadillo. It just wanders in and goes, I'm just going to have some of this, and you can't really do anything about it. Um, and they're, they're ugly too. Are they? You, well, they're, 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 they're kind of cute when you look at them from the top, but if you turn them over, they just look, a, look like an armored possum. So. <laughs> Which we've already established is an <laughs> ugly creature. Weird. We don't have any of this. We we get <laughs> upset when a spider comes in that's over an inch wide. You know, that is a horrific thing. 
and again something that I should deal with. Yeah. But we don't have the fucking house centipedes that you have. They are horrific. I've they... never seen one of those for real, so oh. they're they're not as prevalent as one might lead you to believe. At least not here in Florida. Now, out, Scott, out in, out Scott, in the Scott West... had them in in his place in, in what, a place that he used to live. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Just hanging now, out, out in the out in like the desert, out in the in the western states, they've got lots of scary shit like scorpions and and Gila monsters and and uh, lots of really nasty snakes. Nasty. Where's that? Fuck like that. Vegas and shit. Yeah. Look at it. You, you're trying to freak me out. She's staring at me, not blinking over the microphone. You know, the, <laughs> the worst things that I've ever thought about living in Vegas would be, you know, the notion of living in Vegas and that it is a desert and I would fry alive because I am a vampire. Um, I but think I've you'd not be... thought about how many things could kill me there. Yeah, but those things aren't in the Bellagio's. They're out in the desert. Yeah, I know, but you got to live someplace, and the, the houses around there will not be fortified against these beasts quite as well as the Bellagio is. Mine fucking would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It would be airtight. It, it really would. I don't like wildlife, really. You don't, do you? you I'm don't. happy for it to exist. I don't wish it you harm. You just don't really want to come into contact. Yeah, with I I don't want to mix with it. That that's all. I, I you know I'm all up for protecting the countryside and the wildlife in it. That's cool. Just you can leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Thank you. I I would love to be that way here because my constant battle with the insect world really gets on my tits after a while. Yeah. Does that sound all right with an American accent? Yeah, it sounds fine. Yeah. Okay. No, there's there's so like I can't say I can't be arsed to do anything. That just doesn't yeah, work. No, you no, can't it say that. Work, you see? Yeah. It doesn't work. Um I'm glad you <laughs> yourself are aware enough. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it when y'all say y'all though. It uh, Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> we sound so we feel silly saying it. I used to, you know, when we when we moved to the South when I was twelve, it took a long time for me to accept what a handy word y'all is. Um, well, yeah. It is handy. I gave you that. Where are you from originally, then? I'm from Connecticut originally. All right. So up north. Yeah, yeah, New, New England, which is why, like, the first time I visited real England, I felt right at home because I'm like, oh, that's why they call it New England. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looks kind of like it. Yeah. They got it was, wood and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was ripped out of the earth by angry, angry glaciers, too. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is the landscape similar? Oh yeah, yeah, very oh, much so. Oh, yeah. It's it's weird though. I you know going back now after having spent the majority of my life in the South, mm. it it just doesn't work. I could never live up there again. It's just it's too it, it's too impersonal. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're they're mean or they're rude or anything. It's just when you go into a, a convenience store and you're like, "Hey, how's it going?" and they're just like, mm. uh, uh. "You know." Pay yeah. for your shit and go away. I don't want to talk to you. And 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 it's at, at first I was like, wow, that was really rude. And then I realized, no, it's just they're not as as outgoing as we are down here. Now, granted, there's a trade-off, you know, education and shit. It's a whole lot better up there, but then taxes are higher and cost of living and stuff. It's it's it all again, the cosmic balance works out eventually. Yeah. But it's the opposite way around here. You know, if there's a stereotype in the UK, it's like the more north you go, the the friendlier people are. 
um and and down south is impersonal it's completely flips yeah well what what de- what denotes north and south with you guys right. you, uh, I, you, it depends yeah. who you ask watford <laughs> it depends who you ask most people from the south would say watford which is really close to london and and then other people would say well it's probably beyond birmingham which is you know it's still quite south in terms of the whole of the the large part of the uk mainland we're not including Scotland in it. We're not including Scotland because they're a whole different thing. I bet we're we're clearly northerners. People. Okay, from... I'm looking at a map of England right now. I uh-huh. didn't realize London was so far south. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think I, th- I thought it was further up towards the middle of the country. Okay. I'm still worried so... that we're going to lose Scotland. Middle yeah. of the country. Um, it, you're There's... looking at Birmingham, really. Yeah, Birmingham's like looks like it's right about the middle. And then Leeds is all the way up there. Okay. So Leeds is definitely in the north. Yeah. Uh, some okay. people, the uh, Birmingham is the Midlands. I think you get to the north when you get to Derbyshire. Oh, Nottingham. That's way north. Nottinghamshire then. I don't know. Because that's Midlands as well. It's weird. Now, is there a difference between Nottingham and Nottinghamshire? Yeah. Nottingham's the the city. Nottingham okay. shows us the county that Nottingham sits in. Because the Shire oh, of Nottingham. It. Yes. Right. Nottingham Shire. And as is Yorkshire, the Shire of York and stuff like that. Hence the Shire. Yeah. Hence the yeah. Shire. It's 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 us, really. We're a bit taller. Worcestershire. Uh, Less fuzzy, I would imagine. Well, some of us. <laughs> and uh yeah it's like it's like lord of the rings here basically it is <laughs> you can have a cave troll living next door <laughs> <laughs> it's true okay and and live right. tyler lives not far away it's it's exactly middle earth yeah oh she does as well oh, she's still there are you in the microphone? Is Liv Tyler still in Leeds? I'm not keeping track of her. <laughs> I don't know. She She's another one I wouldn't mind being physically abused by. Yeah, um, I was This is a I weird have, thing have for it to be coming space, out, you know. You know this is, this is a weird abuse. thing. Um, I'm not saying I'd prefer it that way. I'm no, just saying that, you know. You would, though. It'd be nice to say, see, see this? Liv Tyler did that to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't believe you. They would. That's true. Well, it would probably be in the news. Maybe if she could leave her initials (laughs) somewhere or something like that, you know. Like a Doncaster bouncer. Sign her handiwork. I'm having trouble picking you up. I'm sorry. That's better. That's better. I do apologise. Doncaster bouncers all had rings with their initials on backwards, so when they punched you in the face, they, they were, like, leaving their mark. Really? Yeah. How charming. Well, it turned out in the end, it's also very good evidence for who's committed an assault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, really and so, you know, that kind of went away. They had a bad enough reputation after the AIDS guy. Yeah. Because there was, there was this... Uh, Doncaster was like the AIDS capital of the UK for a bit. I don't know how, how it's doing now. But it was like... I think it's average. It was, uh, London's it, the biggest center. Yeah. Well, to be fair, there's 12 million people in London and barely a million, probably. 
Yeah, but in, I know, but even even amongst area. that population, the prevalence is higher. Right. But for a while, it was Doncaster, and there was all this investigation, like, what the fuck is going on? And it turned out it was this, this one dude who didn't give a shit, who knew exactly what he was doing, but was a nightclub bouncer and just fucked as many girls as he could get his hands on. It was horrific. And so, nightclub bouncers. Yeah. Not much of a fan, never have He been. was pursued by the law. Oh, he was, very much so. It was not good to be him after a while. Um, it, it didn't end well. It was in newspapers and stuff like that. I think it was on mm. the telly. It was a big thing because it was, you know, it's obviously illegal to knowingly uh, infect somebody with HIV, but to knowingly do it literally hundreds of times is, is like, really bad. Mm. So, yeah. Charming. That is a fun story. Yeah, anyway. Whee! Anyway. So, yes, he was a northerner. <laughs> okay. Where we're famed for our friendliness. <laughs> He was he was kind of being friendly. <laughs> it's not. Do you know what came it's through? Not very good friend though, is it? Eh? No, no. That's you, your good friends don't give you HIV. <laughs> no. You never made that poster for the needle exchange, did you? Um, no. <laughs> friends but, don't uh, give friends AIDS. Well, no, but I I might have reworded it and used it. Into the I can't. You, Sorry. Actually, I, I think that's probably not true. I think about it since the way it's passed, you're generally on friendly terms with the person you're giving it to. Well, this is the thing, but in in terms of injecting groups, what the behaviors have have been looked at, and the people who get infected are generally people who've met someone who is new to their injecting group. So, someone from out of area that they've recently made friends with. And and that one person becomes the nexus of infection, mm. and it only takes one event to to become infected. I'm very glad we could turn that little joke into a learning opportunity. <laughs> there you go. That was that was good. Any time. I was thinking it was just a little throwaway comment, but no, that's good. This segment brought to you by Hooked. Uh, yeah. So yes, a friend, but a new friend. Yes. So be cautious of new people you meet. Pretty much, yeah. There's that, the moral that, there. That, that was the harm reduction advice that everyone took from that conference. Yeah. Be wary of injecting with new people. Stick to your own group. Oh, I'm spreading yeah, it out don't. further. Just new people. And, and Whether you know, you're injecting with them or not, just stick with who you know. That's Xenophobia. The... It could save your life. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's how it's I try to be. And I, I can give you numerous examples of times when it's worked out very well. Thank you. Don't don't interact with others. <laughs> Says the man hosting a live calling show on the internet. Yeah, but they're far away, Richard. Yeah, it's you're not fine. getting in here. You're not it's getting in fine. here. No, no. That's why there's a dog. <laughs> 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 who has his anyway. head buried under a blanket and a cushion right <laughs> he now does, he does in a kind of I'm trying not to listen to you people kind of way uh, I'm going to toddle off and let uh, let someone else call in if if y'all still have some some awake left in you but I just uh, before I do just wanted to let everyone know that uh, if anyone that missed the uh, the uh, greatest show in the galaxy slash, slash admiral's table live show yesterday uh, I will be releasing the podcast version either tonight or tomorrow morning, depending on how awake I am when we're done talking. Very cool. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. 
Um, we, we had a blast with our, our round table, our usual suspects, plus, uh, plus, uh, Mike and Unc. And, uh, uh, it was, it was, a lot of great conversation. You would think that we have an entire series to talk about, and we just uh-huh. had that one episode. But it, it boy, did it get uh, got convoluted. Uh, <laughs> so. Yes, I imagine so. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. But it was. It was. It was a blast. I, I, you know, I just any chance to get Emma Lou on the microphone is great, and I'm. I, oh, it's definitely. So wonderful to have her doing her show, and and Mike too. Mike's mm, awesome too. Yeah. Um, and uh, just it, you know. Simply Syndicated is just fucking fantastic. Isn't it, though? You know what? <laughs> Isn't it? I, even if I do say so myself, I really feel like collectively we've been kicking ass recently. Definitely. You know, I, I the culmination of everything coming together, I think we've been putting out some really shit art stuff. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the range of stuff is really good. And the way people can listen to it is now really awesome as well. Everything just seems to be clicking at the moment. Yeah. This has been the problem for the last eight years. I've been on the cusp of success for eight years. And it's always been close enough to smell it, but never quite there. And then, I don't know, one day. But I think we're doing really well. Thank you for your contribution, Rick. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've, you know, this has been five of the greatest years of my life. It's hard to believe it's been five years. I know, I know. It was 2008 was uh, that that first uh, Shaft Christmas special or Christmas Eve special. Yeah. 2008. Wow. 2008. Yeah. It occurred to me the other day, I made a reference to how long I'd been podcasting in a conversation. Yeah. And it was the first time where I didn't know exactly just right away how long I'd been doing it and I said seven or eight years. Yeah. It's eight. Is it eight now? Yeah, it was it was two thousand and five. It was much sooner when you were well, I met you in two thousand and four and I think you were already messing around with RMS by the end of that year. Right. And then movies you should see happened in the August. Yeah, but that was in the... Oh, I don't know. It was sooner. Did I start in 2004 then? Yeah. 2004. Was I just making rubbish for a year before I actually no, did cause, something? No, uh, because Movies You Should See started an iteration in 2004, I'm sure. Because you were living in Leeds. Hmm. Well, didn't you do like a... a movie review or like a, a, a commentary show before movies you should see no i did my own show which was not very good um oh i can't remember see that's what i'm saying see, it's I been think that you long moved in here in september 2005 probably i don't remember i don't remember Anyway, let's let Rick go, and we need to finish the show (laughs) because it's quarter past twenty past two, and I was just about to invade India. Okay, you best you best (laughs) do that then. If if we don't talk beforehand, we will definitely be uh, the Christmas Eve show. Yes, hell yes. Oh yeah, we'll be doing hell yes. Awesome. Come hell or high water, we (laughs) will be spending our Christmas Eve with you, and and we're having Christmas here, just the two of us this year. So we'll we can go as late and as rude as we want. Sweet. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you all have a wonderful evening and a wonderful <laughs> rest of the weekend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've got a rest day. Yay. Yay. Woohoo. And uh, we'll be in touch. All right. Take care, buddy. Catch you later. Ta -ta. Bye. See ya. Bye. It's just occurred to me about your shaft present. It's the first time I've given you something that you can do me physical harm with. All right. Not that it's so bad you'd want to use it to do me physical harm. That would have to be a really bad present. It would. It would literally have to be Is at least... Is it heavy then? Is it no. heavy? Is it sharp? It's sharp. It's large and metallic. Ooh. That's what she said. So without further ado, <laughs> we'll bring Enter the show. Yeah. It's been good to get back in the it saddle a bit. It has been good to, to be back. I feel and, a bit and, rusty. And don't think that I've been sad or anything like that. No, I didn't think you were sad. Okay. Anyway. It's been nice to be back. Do you know what? I'd like to get email. You can email us at superhappyfuntime at simplysyndicated.com. Can I know? Or you can tweet us. I'm at TechSupportRich. Allison's at Miss Wallison. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Or you can follow us on SoundCloud. You know how the internet works. We're on it. Everywhere. And you know what? There's loads of old episodes on simply everything yeah. of this show. Yeah. As well. Sim I'm going to explain for people who don't know. Simply everything is our subscription service. Because we do all these shows, but we don't have shit adverts on them. But Which is why we're not trying to sell you a book you can yeah. listen to. I'll, I'll assume you, if you want a Squarespace account, you'll have got one by now. Yeah. And, and if you're already you having know, books read to you, then you probably already got that as well. Yeah. There are, so we have a subscription service where you can get all our back catalogue of stuff. And it's better, to, it's easier to find stuff because you don't want to go and find episode seven of movies you should see on a podcast feed. That's that shit. You need it on a nice little graph on a, web, on a it, website. Or you need an iOS app for your iPad or your yeah. iPhone. Which is there and it's Which free. Which is right? there and it's free. Yeah. And you can listen to all our shows on the app. But simply everything is four ninety nine a month. And you just you sign up and you can listen to stuff that we made years ago. And it's all still good. And you could we make stuff just for it, like the greatest show in the galaxy with Emma. Yeah. About Doctor Who. We've got tons of stuff. Shaken Not Stirred about James Bond films. Which is an awesome show by the way. Is it? It's it's a really good show. I've heard one side of it. It's good. It's it's really good. Um, and it's all there on Simply Everything. Go and support us and uh, listen to some great stuff on your uh, computer or your iPhone. I love that. Yeah, it's good. The app's awesome. And the app plays the live shows like this one. And you can go in the chat room and you can hear the podcasts and it syncs up with you. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, right then. Right oh, then. before I forget, there are yeah. still T-shirts. Go and order a T-shirt at simplysyndicated.com slash store. We need to get an order in quick. So go and do it and go and get a hoodie. If you don't get a hoodie, you'll never get a hoodie. I want a hoodie. I need to make an order for a hoodie. Exactly. Everybody needs to go and make an order for a hoodie or they just you just won't get one. They are literally made to order for you. Yeah. So you can't get one from our store later. T-shirts, go and order one of those as well. And they're cheaper for Simply Everything subscribers. Mm. I should add that. So, you know, get a free trial of Simply Everything. Get yourself a cheap T-shirt. Just saying. Go and do that. Okay, that's everything. All right. We'll be back another day with another show. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya.